you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. So we last saw the Cowboys on Christmas Eve beating the Gardner Minshew-led Eagles. Tonight, Dak Prescott and the Cowboys take on the Titans with rookie quarterback Malik Willis under center. It's the Cowboys and it's the Titans on Thursday Night Football tonight, 8.15 p.m. Eastern on Prime Video and available on NFL+. Plus. Plus, in a couple of minutes, we're going to talk with the host of that coverage, Krista Thompson. So look forward to that. This hour, welcome inside Good Morning Football, presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky, live here in New York City. It's a Thursday, December 29th. I'm Jamie Erdahl, it's Kyle Brandt, Jason McCourty, Peter Schrager, homesick, get Mm -hmm. better, buddy. Mm -hmm. Ryan Leaf stepping in, our good friend. Usually he's here for a segment once a week to enlighten us on some quarterback play and some off, break down some offensive game film, but now we've borrowed him for two hours. How's your morning going so far, Ryan? This is lovely. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the invite. Yes. I love waking up. It was an early morning. I remember sitting in the car. We live in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. It's about an hour and a half ride in, so yep. the, the alarm clock at 5 a.m. for me was a little early. Uh-huh. <laughs> a little jarring. A little jarring, but uh, all in all, this is a lot of fun. I like seeing your guys' faces in the morning. Right. Well, we like shout to your WBA sweatshirt. Oh, I always yes. like it when you love wear that look. on the air. Love all right, time for the lead block. Lead block! Let's work through some business here. Let's start with the NFC playoff picture. All right, the Cowboys currently hold the five seed, and they've sat there for a while, but there is still an opportunity for the Cowboys to steal the NFC East from the Eagles. Here's how it plays out. If Dallas wins out and Philly, this has to happen simultaneously, drops their final two, Cowboys are division champs. The Eagles drop to five. But all of that becomes a moot point if the Cowboys go to Nashville tonight and lose to the Titans. Speaking of the Titans, let's look at the AFC. There you see them. They're lurking. They got those, they're side-eyeing the wild card spot and the divisional leader spot. They're the 10 seeds. Nice game. Has virtually no bearing. It has no bearing on their playoff chances. That should come down to week 18 in Jacksonville, where the winner would take all in the AFC South. It would become the four seed, and they would have a home playoff game. That's between the Jags and the Titans. You know what time it is. It's throw it on Thursday Gone. time. Here's a fun fact. Tennessee's Titans, Malik Willis, is the first rookie quarterback to throw for less than 100 yards in each of his first three career starts since Doug Williams did it back in 1978. But then Williams had a season-high 311 passing yards in his fourth career start. All right, so our first throwdown, I'll ask you this. Who will rack up more yardage tonight? Is it the Cowboys' rushing attack, knowing what we know now from Tom Pelissero, or is it Malik Willis's passing attack? Jason, you get to go first. Yeah, you just mentioned Malik Willis. He hasn't topped 100 yards in the first three starts. And then you look at the Cowboys' side of it, Tony Pollard, kind of a game-time decision. But I'm still rolling with the Dallas Cowboys rushing the ball. I think that's the strength of their team. Ezekiel Elliott will still be out there. And I think on top of that, the Tennessee Titans, we mentioned Derrick Henry won't be playing. But they have many other starters, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Jeffrey Simmons isn't going to be playing in that game. A huge run stopper for them inside. And the Titans have been really good against the run this year. I think they ranked second, only getting up 80 yards a game. 
game on the ground defensively. But when you don't have a lot of your guys out there, it's a lot tougher, especially with a downhill running team with Ezekiel Elliott in the backfield. So tonight, I think Zeke and the Cowboys have more rushing yards than Malik Willis has passing yards for the Titans. What do you think, quarterback? Now, I, I'm in pretty uh, a lot of agreement with what you said there. Also, I don't think the Titans are going to play anybody that they have to because, <laughs> as Jamie made the point, this game is meaningless. Yep. Right? It does nothing for them other than get them hurt. Yep. Right? That's the only thing it does to affect them for that Jacksonville game. Also, I think Malik Willis probably has a better chance of rushing for yeah. more yards than he has of passing <sighs> yards. Right? It, he just has struggled immensely. He isn't quite ready to get out there as a quarterback in this league, throwing the football he wasn't expected to this year. The injuries to Ryan Tannehill, of course, came by a surprise. Um, so, yeah, I'm with you, too. I think the Cowboys just rush for more yards. They, they rushed for only about 115 last week mm-hmm. against a very good Eagles defense, but they threw the ball incredibly well. Kellen Moore's going to have a great game plan. Mm. They also know by playing this game on a Thursday night, it's still really meaningful to the Cowboys. Now, if this game was Sunday afternoon after the Eagles had played and sewn up the division, maybe something differently, but they still are in it. They're going to go hard. They're going to have a good game plan in place. And really, if they can improve on that running game, that's going to help them a ton when they get to the playoffs. So let's go Cowboys, more rushing yards than Malik Wills throwing tonight again. I'm supposed to zag here, but I can't do it because I'm asking for a shutout from the Dallas Cowboys tonight. I want a yeah. shutout. If you guys are the, are the real deal, if you guys are going to go to the Super Bowl and represent the NFC, shut this team out. This quarterback is wildly inexperienced. He has no help. They have nothing to play for. Not three points, not six points, a shutout. I want more rushing yards from Dak Prescott than Malik Willis has passing yards. That's what I want. Zero on the scoreboard tonight. Go get it. Yeah, I'm big on running on a shot clock when you have a big lead, mm-hmm. and so I'm going to go mo- more rushing yards, too. 4-0 four four four. on Cowboys rushing. I know we couldn't get away from it. Shocking. Uh, but I'm going to say this nicely. Um, Cowboys, run the ball more to just put the Titans out of your misery. It, it's not going to be pretty. You got guys playing. I know they're going to be shot out of a cannon when yeah. it starts. But experience fear the un- speaks, fear the unknown but experience of the Tennessee speaks Titans for itself. Tonight. I know. I There's know. One of those moments, Jamie, you know, where they take the screen cap of all analysts predicting one team yep. is going to win. Yeah. Is Malik Willis going to have 360 yards tonight and just light it up? I don't know. I don't have think a fun so. Friday if he did. It yeah. would be. It would be yeah, for a fun be great. Friday. Anytime hope that happens, happens I welcome it because yeah, then please. it allows us to talk about something different. Sure. Yeah. All right, I have some beef with the next question, but I'll get there when I get to have my turn. Both Texas Uh-oh. and Tennessee have produced some versatile performers, and not just on the gridiron. Mm-hmm. So we asked this question. Better all-around performer, mm. Jamie Foxx from deep in the heart of Texas, or okay. Tennessee's own Justin Timberlake? Oh, this one you, came you across, really, and I, I was like, oh, this is a tough matchup. I like it. You hit pause I like on both of these guys, Timberlake, Jamie Foxx. But I had to go with Jamie Foxx, and a lot of it is because of my youth. Watching in living color, seeing him as the Wanda character. <laughs> then going over to the Jamie Foxx show. Jason, talk about it. Wanda, talk about oh, it. Oh, in living color, a great homie to clown. Damon Wayans is one of my favorite characters. You have Fire Marshal Bill with Jim Carrey. And then you have Jamie Foxx as Wanda. And David Allegra comes around the first time he's dressed up as Wanda and just starts cracking up, dying laughing. And living color, Jennifer Lopez was a dancer in the show. Just such Fly a girl. great Fly show. Girls. Yes, yeah. exactly. Of so you know, many right? Stars to come. Then he's in a Jamie Foxx show, but then he's dropping albums. He's slow jam, gold digger. Then he's in some great movies. He's even in a Disney solo. He's in Spider-Man. Academy Award winner. Just so, so many accomplishments. Jamie Foxx. And that's not to take anything away from Justin Timberlake. Are you familiar with the pop group NSYNC? Yeah, I'm a familiar. Yeah, pop, I, I, I couldn't Pretty do, big deal. I couldn't do the Frosted Tips in the whole nine, but <laughs> I still like a little NSYNC, too. Ryan? Uh, I'm with you on all those Ah, things. I really am. But but (laughs) I I, I have a little Tennessee whiskey going with with, uh, Justin Timberlake. (laughs) You know, 
kind of the country boy, goes to South Florida, becomes this pop star, you know, and then just continues to evolve and change mm-hmm. with his genre. And it's so fun to listen to. I'm a guy who's listened to everything Justin Timberlake started with to what he's doing now. He lives in Montana with his beautiful wife and couple mm-hmm. kids. Going to raise his kids up there. Montana uh, culture. The yeah, Montana culture. Uh, play golf with them over at uh, Lakeside there in L.A. when I get a chance. You play golf with Justin Timberlake? I've played golf out there before with oh, him, yeah. Oh. What's, what kind of hang is he? He's a good golfer. Yeah, is he? Yeah. I heard, I've heard that. He plays in the pro-ams and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I can beat him, though, so. Well, you're, you're great, then. I, I'm, What's I'm, your handicap right now, Ryan? Right now, it's like at 4.5. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But during the pandemic, it was down to a 1.5. Oh, so, yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I had a, uh, for whatever reason, I, I played golf with James Worthy a bunch during the pandemic. Big game James. Big game James. Sure. He was like my muse. Like, every time I played with him, one night, one day out, I went, I shot an eight, eight birdie 68 with him. Oh my God. Yeah, I mean, he's my guy. Like, when I need to, that's, not, I understand now why Magic Johnson won all those titles. He had James Worthy just rolling with him. That's incredible. That makes sense. That makes wow. Sense. Yeah. I love the sidebar to your golf. But Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake. Okay. segment on who right. Ryan I'm going to do this nice, nice and neat. Great, two amazingly talented guys. Singing, we'll go to that category. I'm going to go with Justin, although Jamie, very talented. Stand-up comedy, obviously, yeah. Jamie. I'm, I love Jamie's stuff. Dancing, all the performances, that's going to go to Justin. Mm-hmm. Um, sketch comedy, Justin amazing on SNL. Just great, great. I'm still going with Jamie, though, mm-hmm. based on living color. But then you get to the big dog, you get to acting. And while Justin has done his thing, he's had some nice performances, not only does Jamie win the Academy Award, he wins it for playing a blind man who plays piano. He played all the piano. It was an amazing performance. Not to mention he was in the major motion picture called Booty Call, which I still love. Oh. And uh, listen, when he was in Any Given Sunday, he has this scene, it's really his first big movie, he has a scene with Pacino. And they're going back and forth, and it might as well be De Niro and De Niro. And the story goes, Pacino tells the story, that Jamie hits his last line. He's like, I'm steaming, Willie Beeman. And it's finished, and the director says, clear at Pacino goes you are a great actor and like Jamie's like that's how I knew when I belong and Pacino was like this guy can go so I'm gonna go Jamie Foxx by a nose over Justin Timberlake that's my I like to break down mm-hmm. I didn't want to have to decide I like them both a lot my other issue is that Texas and Tennessee really your brain doesn't go to country singers whatsoever mm-hmm. Texas and Tennessee mm-hmm. we're going to Dallas and Nashville we're not gonna go we're I, not gonna I, go I think that was out of respect for me George, I, I had nothing uh, for if the you, country you, music scene you don't know Dolly you, Dolly Parton everyone knows I, I know who she, I, I know who she is yeah she's from Nashville we've yeah. probably done her in this segment Justin 50 Timberlake times Justin Timberlake is yeah. from Memphis is right. he not like, he's from is, Memphis yes. Yeah. yes so this is like a we're, if we're gonna really hone in we're, we're going like Texas it, I just think of those two states. Thank you guys Texas for not going and Tennessee. Music. We're not going. We're not going. George Strait, Dolly Parton. Anybody watching the, the the George and Tammy show on Showtime? It's great. No, I heard it's excellent though. Yeah. yeah George Jones, Tammy Winnett. Hell yes, yes I'm in on it. some right. um, I would go Jamie Foxx and I would go Dolly Parton. You'd go Jamie Foxx. I would go Jamie Foxx. Oh, come give us a, give us one reason. Uh, Ray, I loved Ray. Ray. And uh, Justin really bothers me sometimes. I don't know. He, he kind of. <laughs> <annoys laughs> That's okay. That's fair. Yeah. Not everyone's liked. It's okay. Yeah. What about it? What do I know? Do I not like him? What's the thing? I want to get in on this. You don't like, like Grant's singing voice? His singing voice is unique. Uh, it, he has like questionable behavior in his uh, extracurriculars, in his oh, personal life yeah, that I don't yeah. like. Those weird yeah, which I'm not in. saying like I'm, I'm sure Jamie Foxx isn't like an angel. I get like, it. Listen, I don't like I don't like the coverage. There's a hive that. That, that agrees with you on that. There's a hive. There is exactly. definitely. I hear there's, always, there's, there's always a hive. It's always a hive. Please everybody, everybody. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. 
and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Back on Good Morning Football, our next guest will be in Nashville tonight. The Cowboys-Titans game. She has been called by her teammates on Prime Video, the MVP Mm -hmm. of their crew. Mm -hmm. She's a friend of the table. Everybody grab your coffee cups because we're supposed to talk football with her, but you never know where it's going to go with Chris. Yeah! Yes. Squirrel. Squirrel. I mean, you do. Yeah. Look, James. As I was telling you before we uh, jumped on here, we went out last night and I still have the stamp on my hand. So this is a good time over here on TNF. Let me just tell you, is there a game tonight? Who knew? (laughs) Well, okay, I'm going to stick to the script because I know if you and I go off on a branch, we may never come back. So let's cover the game and then we'll get into the extracurriculars. Okay, Thursday night football. It's the final game of the season for you guys. We'll start mm-hmm. with the Cowboys. They still have a shot at the NFC East, yep. and it all starts tonight with this game against the Titans, who have nothing to play for this weekend. We've been asking this question for weeks, though. What, in your eyes, makes this Cowboys team different, if anything? Well, they need to be different because they haven't played in an NFC championship game since they went to the Super Bowl back in 1995, and I was in seventh grade. I mean, it's been 27 years, and I'm old. So they need to be different because, yes, it's America's team. The Cowboys are always the you know the the marquee matchup that anyone wants to watch, but they got to win. I mean, enough fodder about hey, they're going to win the division. They only win the division, of course, if they win out and the Cowboys lose the last two games, which, or excuse me, the Eagles lose the last two games, which probably isn't going to happen but either way they need to be different and I love what Dak Prescott said you know after he started the game last week against the Eagles with the pick six he said growing up with you know his older brothers and getting picked on you learn to have resiliency and fighting back and and Dak is is that if not you know a myriad of other things he has the ability to keep going and keep going and this team is stacked on both sides of the ball you guys talk about it every single day they just need to be different they need to finally get over that hump and not just have the one elusive playoff win, you know, over the last 20-something years. So they have to be different, I guess is the only way to say it. You know what's funny, Carissa, is you got the stamp on your hand and you got the sun just blaring in your eye. It's probably just splitting your head right now. Oh, my God. (laughs) Good find the light, Kyle. The light finds you. I'll take um, all the light listen, I can get. You're going to have to look for some light when you talk about the Titans tonight. Here's the deal, <laughs> Carissa. We don't know who they're going to play. It's this weird purgatory for them in the middle of the season. How will you cover them tonight at the desk, the Titans, and what are you going to talk about with them? Tell us. Well, look, it's still the NFL call. We, you know, it doesn't matter if there are, you know, nine starters are doubtful, including Derrick Henry, uh, their big name, of course, their running back. But it's it's still week 17 in the NFL and every game matters. And of course, you know, they're looking ahead to that matchup against the Jaguars for, you know, the AFC South title. But it, this game matters for the Cowboys. It matters for the Titans. So it, Either way, they need to show up. And, uh, you know, in the words of Mike Vrabel, uh, say less and do more. I should probably adhere to that uh, every now and then. But uh, it'll be a good game. I'm looking forward to it. It's still prime time, and it's the NFL, and every week matters. Yeah, I think we all could probably adhere to that a little bit more. I'm supposed to ask you about the NFC South, but I'm a broadcasting rookie myself. You have three of them, Wit, Fitz, and Sherm. You say you guys go out. You're traveling. What have these guys been like? How's the rookie wall? Has it hit them at any point this season? Any fun stories about these three guys now exploring the media side of the NFL? 
Well, first of all, Chase, I love the audible and the rundown. Forget the NFC South. Woof. Who cares? Oh, yeah. No, I'm kidding. It, every division matters. <laughs> but um, the you guys, you guys know you have it. You have it there. It is hard, and you cannot manufacture chemistry. Uh, it's the same thing as what you had when you were on teams with the Patriots. It's you either have it or you don't. And I have been so lucky to have these guys as teammates. Uh, of course, most of them being right off the field, so they're so close to the game. But just the people that want to to be better each week, asking what can I do? You know, in the broadcasting world, there's the different nuances. I remember week one, uh, our producer Spoon, who's great, he said, "All right, guys, just banter." And they go, "What's banter?" Uh, and here we are sitting at week 17, and I don't even think they look at the rundown anymore. So it's just been great to actually be on the road uh, with individuals that I would want to go on vacation with. They're great people on and off the field, and on and off that desk. So you guys know better than anyone. If you have people that you actually genuinely like, uh, work is not that. It is fun. It uh, is. It's good to see you, Carissa. I, I'm getting a good chance to, to do something uh, like this this morning with, with a couple other people, too. So I, I know how fun it is. Uh, I'm going to go back to the NFC South. Right, You've had an opportunity to see all four teams this year. Uh, which one stood out to you? And this division that's given a, a lot of people a lot of problems uh, in their own division uh, is there anybody going to come out on the outside that actually gives somebody some problems in the AFC? I just don't want my other colleague, Sean Payton, uh, on the Fox show to go back and coach the Saints uh, at this point. But no, he, the NFC South is so division is so interesting. You see divisions like this uh, throughout the years, right? You always have those ones that, you know, no team is over 500, but it doesn't matter. I mean, you look at what the Bucks and, and the Panthers are going to do and fight it out here in these last few weeks and matching up against one another even this weekend. But I got to get, I got to give uh, a shine a spotlight on Steve Wilkes. Heck of a job this guy has done. Stepping into a situation, you lose your best player, you ship Robbie Anderson out, and now you're talking about a team that might win the division. The Bucks, all seven of their wins have come by only scoring at l- 21 points or less, uh, and you've got the Panthers squad still hanging in there. So I think if anything else, it's a um, it, it shows that on any given Sunday, and it doesn't matter uh, really. It's just. Who cares about the record? If you win the division, you're in the playoffs, and it doesn't matter. You guys talked about it in the last segment. Get hot at the right time. Well, it's the right time, Carissa, because it's coming down to the end of the season for you. This is the point where the gas money gives out in Gurney. And a few weeks back, I made a prediction on this show involving your broadcast on Amazon and a certain Christmas classic. Let's take a listen back to Good Morning Football a couple weeks ago. I happen to know something about Carissa, too. Carissa loves Christmas Vacation. She is one of those psychopaths who watches it in the summer and the spring. She doesn't even watch it on Christmas time. So I predict that Carissa Thompson on the call tonight for Amazon Prime will quote Christmas Vacation. I did. Did I'm a woman of my word, if nothing else. You know this. Kyle, can't see the line, can you, Russ? I did. It was at the end of the Seahawks game. I cracked up watching that, and you know me so well. I mean, I, I threw in a bunch of different uh, lines from that movie, but yes, of course. You issue a challenge, challenge accepted. You're the best. You're, you're our Aunt Bethany. Is yeah. your house on fire, Clark? Jim, you hang with Christmas <gasps> vacation all the time. You know, I do not, but I love Carissa, and Carissa loves me regardless of my opinion about <laughs> that line of comedy. We absolutely do. Um, Look, James, I can't quote every Taylor Swift lyric, 
okay, Sarah Walsh, nah, and write you an entire uh, stand-up for it. But but Kyle and I can can have Christmas vacation, you know? You can get down with some Can't see the line, can you, Russ? All right. Nope, Eric, nope. Here we go, Krista. The floor is yours. Here's what I'm supposed to ask you. New Year's Eve is this weekend. Do you have any big plans or a New Year's resolution Let's go. for uh-oh. 2023? Come on. Uh-oh. Look, in my life, every night's a party, but I am uh, not going to go out on New Year's Eve because Fox, you know, given that I'm such a great employee, I will be going to bed early because I have a show uh, on New Year's Day. But, um, yeah, I mean... Don't tempt me with a good time. If there's something going on, who knows where I'll end up. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, of course, you'll be with Peter Schrager if he's well. Sure. We're missing him at the desk this week. We hope you get him back. Where is weekend. Schrager? He's ill. Mm. It's his flu game. Mm. He's but he's not playing. Carissa. Oh, no. okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a big Save Schrager movement that's going on. I saw it on a water tower. It said Save Schrager. No, Absolutely. <laughs> CT, seriously, congratulations yeah, on such blown. an unbelievable season. Mm-hmm. Uh, love you guys. Thank you. So earlier this week, news came out. The Broncos fired head coach Nathaniel Hackett. The Broncos certainly did not live up to expectations this year. But it seems like Russell Wilson has taken some time to reflect on the role he played in the team's unsuccessful 2022 season. It's been a crazy season, tons of injuries, tons of everything else. But the reality is, is that, you know, I, I wish I could have played better for him too, you know, is wish I could have played at the, at the standard and the level that I've played, you know, I've always played at and know, know how to play at. So, um, but what I do know is uh, he's resilient. He's going to be a tremendous coach, like I said, and um, you know, I love him to death and everybody uh, misses him for sure. All right, Russell Wilson, it's easy to pull anybody off the street and be like, let's talk about Russell Wilson because it's a very hot topic. Sure. Ryan, you're our person. Put you in the chair. Let's <laughs> talk about Russell Wilson, all right? Uh, let's have a little quarterback roundtable discussion on him. He says he wishes he could have played better for Nathaniel Hackett, for the Broncos, for the team that traded for him. Ryan, how can the Broncos help Russell Wilson moving forward? Well, I think their, their coaching search has to be pretty focused on what the player does well. What we saw in this game, I called this game on Sunday, mm-hmm. and what we saw the Rams do with their offense, if you look – Baker Mayfield was outside the pocket pretty much the entirety of the game, on the move, fighting Tyler Higby and stuff. That's where Russell Wilson's going to eat. He just is. And you're going to have to have a coach with a game plan that is similar to that. And Nathaniel Hackett just didn't get him on the perimeter enough in this offense. Too much drop-back passing. And he's the. And I think for the first time in his career, the size of Russell Wilson affected him in the pocket there. He was not able to see correctly. Two bad interceptions to start this football game. One, you don't have to take that first attempt. It's a great interception. But the second one where uh, Bobby Wagner picks him off, I mean, it's, it's one of the most... Um, Easy throws to, to make in that moment. Put it on his right shoulder. Instead, he puts it towards his left shoulder. Bobby Wagner knows him really well, steps in front. Mm-hmm. Big interception, and then it was downhill from there. Nathaniel Hackett was always going to be out, I do believe, after the way the season went. I do think that he was naturally put into place in some way or shape or form to lure Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers. to Denver. When that didn't play out, they didn't fully understand what the difference in what Russell Wilson does and what Nathaniel Hackett does. I asked a buddy uh, of mine who works in the media in Denver about ha- at halftime in that game, I said, does he make it through the season? And he said, zero, zero percent chance. Wow. And that's exactly what played out on Monday. They, they talk about the things the, that happened on the sideline, what happened after the game, some of the discipline things. Yeah. That's what's forced the hands of ownership. Because I don't know what you really gain by firing somebody with two games left. But 
ultimately he is out and they're going to have to find somebody new because they can't get rid of Russell. Mm-mm. And Russell's capable of being the player that he was in Seattle. Is he, he is. Can he, still win? can he still perform outside the pocket as he gets older? I think he can. I don't think they've uh, done a very good job of getting him outside the yeah. pocket, right? Yeah. I think that's, that's where he trains. That's where his body's fit for, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, his lower body is where his strengths are, mm-hmm. getting out on the perimeter where you don't have people in front of him. I, I did think in the last game he did start to get out of the pocket much sooner than he needed to, mm-hmm. uh, where he dropped back and he hit that one spot, and if he didn't have his one guy open, he was moving, and he would ultimately get brought down on the outside mm-hmm. there. So the offensive line wasn't happy. We certainly saw Cortland <laughs> Sutton and the receivers were not happy. Uh, everybody is not happy in Denver. The mm-hmm. good thing they have going, two games left. And then the rejuvenation begins, mm-hmm. where you get a new head coach, yeah. and everybody starts going, oh, my God. OTAs, everything's all happy OTAs, in the beginning. we're all excited. Yeah. And, the, and the NFL goes, all right, here's the combine. Mm-hmm. Here's the draft. Here's the schedule release. And everybody's, oh, yeah, we're, we got it this year. We're <laughs> going to game start. Yeah. It's amazing how quickly you can. You can flip that <laughs> switch yep. in the NFL. You really, really can. So they need the two games to go by. Nathaniel Hackett will be in the rearview mirror. They'll have a new head coach, mm. a little uh, joyous uh, uh, you know, occasion where mm. we have an yeah. uplift in moving forward. Well, their division rivals started their rejuvenation early, as they tried to. So the Raiders have two games left. They're not technically eliminated from the playoffs. They benched Derek Carr. He's not even dressing. He won't be active to give Jarrett Stidham his first start of his career. What are your thoughts on Carr? I don't like this at all. I don't understand it. Okay. First off, right? I like Derek Carr. I think he brings a ton to the table. There, there's, there's this, this tier level of quarterbacks in the NFL where you have the top tier where yep. you're just not going to be able to duplicate that. Like, you're, there's no Patrick Mahomes is hanging on a one tree, of one. right? There's probably maybe two or three Derek Cars that you could hang on a tree in the NFL. Like, they're, they're very similar. And, and, but he's capable of winning a championship. I really do believe he's on the right team. He's not had a top 20, like top 15 defense in his entirety while he's been in. In Las Vegas, what they did a year ago to get where they got to, uh, you know, they were a throw away from beating Cincinnati in the wild card round. And with two games to go, this clearly is the, the, the signing uh, or the signs of them going to move on from him because of the uh, protocols in the contract, right? He is not, uh, he is eligible for almost $40 million yeah. if he does not pass a physical. Right. So what's the best way to not have him pass a physical? Play. Not playing, yeah. Yeah. right? Mm. And if he doesn't play... This team's certainly not going to win. They're not going to win with Jarrett Stidham, and uh, they're most likely not going to win with Chase Garbers. Though, I, I was high on Chase Garbers coming out. I covered him all through college at Cal. He does yeah. some things really interesting with his feet. Mm. He's a great leader. He was a starter there for four years. Oh. Uh, so, you know, if he gets an opportunity to play, I wouldn't be surprised if he played well. Yeah. I just think the two teams they're playing against, it really doesn't matter. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. The Golden Ticket! Of the waiver wire, if you will. I don't have one here on the lot, but this is why you need to pay attention. I say run along. Find yourself a new running back. There's plenty out there. They want to run. Run, they want to run. That is the question, Kyle. To start and not to start. The new year is nearly upon us, my friends. Look at this for fantasy owners. Championship this weekend. Go time. It is time to go out with a bang. We brought in one of the craziest 
fantasy gurus from the West Coast who's planning to throw an all-out rager this weekend. Please help me welcome the one, the only, Adam Rank. Happy New Year, Adam. Happy New Year. Oh, I got to tell you, dog, the party's already started. You you guys are talking about Justin Timberlake? We got Justin Timberlake, well, his cousin, but we got him this weekend, dog. Adam's character this week is just going to say dog every sentence. I like it. Work with it. Workshop that thing. Adam, uh, dog, the party's just getting started. Give us a quarterback who will be the life of the lineup in week 17. Woo! Well, first of all, dog, I don't like that you're coming after my vernacular like that. Dude, I'm just trying to keep it real out here having a party. But let me tell you, Jared Goff, this was a guy who would be on the, on the, he would not any VIP list at any point this season. People tell him to go to the back. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't see your name. But this is a guy you got to start this week, especially going up against my Chicago Bears. I got to be, I'll keep it real with you, Kyle. That cut, that Bears okay. defense struggled a little bit. But you know what? You get Jared Goff in there. And by the way, if you don't need a quarterback but your opponent does, you go pick up Jared Goff, dog. Just keep him on the okay. bench because you don't want him running up the score. <laughs> Absolutely, Adam. You know, I'm supposed to say nobody parties harder than the running backs, but nobody parties harder than me when I beat my husband by two points yeah. to get to my fantasy cool. championship. Tell me about a running back, though, who could be the difference maker, who's at the top of your guest list for your VIP experience this weekend. Well, I got to be honest with you, uh, uh, Jamie. I, I I had a VIP list out for, for Derrick Henry. That guy's ghost in the party, and that's fine. But we got Tyler Algier. Now, I know a lot of people out there going like, oh, I got to start a Falcons running back, but that's exactly what you got to do, dog. You got to get him out there. He's had at least 15 fantasy points in back-to-back games. Great matchup this week. So if you're out there struggling, if you're like, oh, I don't have a quarterback who I can go with, dog, oh, yeah, we're going to get him in there, Tyler Algier. I love it, the life of the party. But we need people that are going to be banging on pots and pans way past midnight. The people that are going to be partying all night long. Who's another running back that you're inviting to the party this weekend? Oh, Jarek McKinnon has been raging. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my gosh. Ever since they got rid of Tyreek Hill, they've been looking for somebody to step up and be that guy. Be that dude. And that has been Jarek McKinnon over the, the last couple of weeks. I was, I'm with my hands are in the air. What are you, are you listening to me, dog? Don't, don't, don't dare me. Don't dare me. Jarek McKinnon has had a receiving touchdown in four consecutive games. He's going up against the Denver Broncos. They got 16 dogs on the injury report today. What is happening with that? So I'll tell you what. Jarek McKinnon's got to be in your line. I know when you drafted your team and you were picking Derrick Henry and guys like that, you weren't expecting guys like Jarek McKinnon, uh, Tyler Algier. Even Cam Akers been crushing it, dog. So get these guys in your lineup. Adam, Brian here. Hey, dog. Brian, no. out here. Uh, there's always that one party guest who wasn't invited, but they ended up showing up anyway oh. and are the life of the party. Is there a guy this weekend that it lives up to that standard? Oh my gosh, Ryan, first of all, first of all, big fan, love you, love you, love what you were doing, but listen, Thanks, bro. I gotta be honest, we brought in DeAndre Hopkins, we're like, hey, come on in anytime, dog. I'm like, oh, who's this Greg Dortch guy you're bringing in with you, what are you doing? And then, you know what, Dortch has been great, 19 fantasy points in two out of his last four games. The Atlanta Falcons, I'll be honest with you, 
That's not a great team. But they shut down number one wide receivers. And you saw last week, Trace McSorley was throwing more bounce passes to D-Hop than like he was Allen Iverson or something. Just out there like, where are you throwing the ball to? He's one of the best receivers in the game. So I got to be honest with you, Greg Doyle, again, desperate situation. Like, I'm not saying start him over Tyreek Hill. I know a lot of people tripping because the Dolphins quarterback situation, but realize this, Teddy Bridgewater in games, the two games he's played, he's had 16, He's or excuse me, Tyreek Hill's had 16 receptions for 275 yards, so he's still going to be fine. But if you need a wide receiver, Greg Dorch is a guy. Oh, you're not going to be mad that he's there. Hmm. So let's see that full list. Take us through it, dog. What do you got? We usually have the list here. Maybe we don't have That's the list. Right. That's good enough. That's right. you um, the list. Listen, way, you could have easily gone. Go. Yeah, go ahead. No, go I could have no, gone got. full Seacrest, dog. No, I could have got no. I gotta go no regrets. <laughs> I, I could have gone full Seacrest, ball drop, stuff like that. But out here on the West Coast, out here in Cali, which nobody calls it out here, Kyle, you know that. Uh, we got to keep it real. But we got Jared Goff. Uh, Ryan was talking about Sam Darnold earlier today. That's a great yeah. start. We love Tyler Algier, Jarek McKinnon, Cam Akers. Uh, we love great the Dorch. We love him. Oh, Isaiah Hodgins. Go ahead. Did we have him last week? Sure. Isaiah Hodgins went out and scored last week, dog. So I got to tell you, those are the guys you got to play this week. It's incredible. You could have easily done the tuxedo and more of a stuffy New Year's Eve, but you fully oh, committed, out. and people are tripping on the Dolphins quarterback <laughs> situation. We're tripping on you two, tripping. Rick. You're the best. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Oh, Happy New Year, everybody. Tripping. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.